Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 3 of Gerard at Large. I am your just-published-the-news-read host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at Gerard at Large, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. All right, so there is a, uh, what do I want to do here? Of course, we have the, um, whatchamacallit, the hurricane about to crush Florida. And we will hear from, uh, (laughs) yes, we will hear uh, from Al Caprillion about that. So let me see. A whole bunch of somebody just sent me a link to a whole bunch of technical advisories that the state uh, department of education has uh posted in response to new education laws there may be new technical advisories coming as i have heard from parents in the queen city and other places who want their children to only be enrolled in kindergarten for half a day that the schools have prevented them from doing that i was able to resolve a constituent case or two here in the queen city Um, where that was an issue. But folks, make no mistake, under the law of the state of New Hampshire, if you do not want your children in kindergarten for the whole day, you have the legal right to a half-day program. And uh, you have every right to insist that uh, if you want your children uh, there for half a day, they can be there for half a day. School districts are required. It is not an option. They are required to have a half-day option. So, um, <clears throat> okay, I don't know, maybe maybe I should... Burgeoning controversy at Memorial High School. Students circulating petitions. <clears throat> uh, because they're saying they're not having enough time to eat lunch. So they want to reinstate a fourth lunch period. Uh, Principal Adam Makis has sent home a response to the petitions. After being told of petitions and complaints regarding the three-lunch system, I feel that it is important that you have proper information regarding the decrease from our lunches to three, uh, uh, from four to three uh, this school year and quite possibly the future. The major change is the decrease in our school population. There are 800 fewer students than 10 years ago. With, 200, uh, with 2,200 students, there were four lunches and everyone fit without a problem. With such a dramatic drop in numbers, I felt there was no reason to have a fourth lunch, which would, uh, fourth lunch, I'm trying to read this through a Facebook message, uh, fourth lunch, which would have resulted in students eating from 1.10 to 2 p.m. Students who arrive at our school between 7 and 7.30 would have a six-hour gap in breakfast lunch, which is considered unhealthy For our student population, there have been complaints about space and seating. Here are the lunch period populations, period D409, period E406, period F422. Our cafeteria seating capacity is 460. There are empty seats in every lunch, although those numbers do not add up to 1480. Over 240 upperclassmen have preferred uh, to front load their classes, periods A through F, and opt out for early release, periods G and H. It is quite possible that students may have to sit with other friends who are not their friends or acquaintances 
Some have indicated that there isn't enough time to eat. Our lunch periods are 50 minutes long, twice the time of the middle school, and our cafeteria staff serves lunch throughout the entire period. We have three days of school. Uh, We have noticed that there are no lines for the 20 minutes before the period ends. This has not changed over the years, blah, 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 blah. So our scheduling practices reflect these principles. We cannot go back to the way things were. We simply don't have the resources or staff to do it. Uh, Let me see, 20 minutes. There has not been change over the years. If an addition of students need uh, to be on time for lunch instead of talking with their friends, going to their lockers, or just walking around at Memorial High School, decisions are made. For the safety and best interests of our students and staff, our scheduling practices reflect those principles. We cannot go back to the way things were. We simply do not have the resources of staff. Important note, our class sizes are reasonable and within state guidelines. Okie doke. All right. So uh, before we bring Al Caprillion on, actually, let's bring uh, – here's what we'll do. We'll hit, uh, we'll hit uh, Al's intro and then our new sponsor and then we'll have Al Caprillion. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Gerard at Large radio program. Good morning! The prognosticator of precipitation. Forecast for today. The captain of cumulus clouds. Here's a cold front here slicing on through. The high priest of high pressure. Hi everyone, how you doing? Master of meteorology. All right. Al Caprillion. Keeps raining all the time. Hey, this is meteorologist Al Caprillion. Has Mother Nature or some other disaster damaged your property? When fire, ice, water, or rot strike, ask SRT Construction to come to your rescue. Since 1985, SRT hasn't just restored properties damaged by disaster, it's worked with insurance companies to make sure the claim is done right. From beginning to end, SRT is the one-stop shop after disaster strikes. Learn more at SRTConstructionLLC.com. That's SRTConstructionLLC.com. All right, Al. Thanks for helping out our new sponsor. And welcome to the new sponsor, too. Good morning, Rich. How are you doing today? Pretty well, thanks. How are you? Good. We have some good weather. I just want to mention on your show that this is the uh, weekend of the annual uh, seafood festival at Hampton Beach. That's tonight. They'll have the ribbon cutting, I think, around 6. And I'll be there Sunday morning judging. So you should bring the family down. Get away from it. Get out of Manchester. Take a ride down. Enjoy. Relax. Get that nice uh, saltwater fresh air in you. All right, Al. So there's a lot of saltwater fresh air coming in Florida. It, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's going to go right up the mall. It's going to take it right up to uh, the, maybe landfall Key West. And right up the spine. Right up the, right up the peninsula. You know, it can go still wobble towards the coast. We're off the east or west coast of Florida. Right now, most of the models are taking it right up the spine of Florida through Georgia and it may clip uh, western, extreme western South Carolina and then into Tennessee. So, for those of us, so when you say it's going to bring it right up the spine, does that mean the eye of the storm is going to go straight up central yes, Florida? The center of the storm, yes, the eye of the storm, where it's, it could go up the spine of the peninsula. Wow. That's a very. No, that's a very grave situation for them because uh, winds are still 150 this morning. They were 185. She's weakened a little bit, but so I'm going to hold it the Category 4 to make landfall on uh, Key West, 
southern part of Florida. Okay, so it, it's and now you say it's going to basically head straight north and hit Tennessee. That's what the models are saying. Now it's going to curve to the left and towards the northwest. You know, there was the, there was a little bit of uh, thought early in the week to move off the east coast of South Carolina, North Carolina, towards us, but not a direct hit. But you know, maybe hit the Carolinas and move off the Mid Atlantic or something. But that scenario does that. I'm not saying it's not going to definitely happen, but that looks less likely today. So eventually, are we going to see any fallout from this hurricane? Is it going to? Is the jet stream going to push it our way, and we're going to get soaked in a you know next weekend? It wouldn't be Monday and Tuesday. It would be uh, Wednesday, Thursday. If we did, we may never. It's just very uh, premature to say right now. It would be remnant moisture like we did with Harvey, but it's still too early to call. You know, it could just rain itself out over Chicago and, you know, maybe off to Minnesota or Indiana and we'll see Missouri. It's tough to say if any of that gets in here. But uh, it looks like a direct hit for Florida. Our prayers go out to them. For us, we're going to have a great weekend to go to the Seafood Festival. Uh, there could be a, just an isolated shower this afternoon, like yesterday, with chilly air loft. There's a slight chance tomorrow, but uh, Sunday looks great. The weekend looks mainly dry. Uh, we'll be in the near 70 today, mid to upper 60s tomorrow, and 70 Sunday. We could be near 80 Monday and Tuesday next week. So if any of your listeners, Richard, any of, uh, anyone listening is having a vacation early next week, it looks like it'll be 75 to 80 by Tuesday. Hmm. All right. So uh, when do we usually get uh, sort of like our Indian summer warm-up before fall weather falls on our head for the entire season? Well, we usually get Indian summer after the first, when the leaves are you know mostly off the trees and you have your first, you know, after you get the first killing frost, which we haven't got yet. So technically next week is not Indian summer yet. You have to have your first you know, major frost. I do have some, uh, before we go, uh, so far September, how much rain do you think Manchester's got this month? Today's the 8th in the first week. I'm sorry, say that again, Al? How much rain do you think so far this month? Oh. Hey, we're one week today. Yeah, you know, this really hasn't been a month. I'd say we've probably had two and a half to three and a quarter inches. Oh, you're close. 3.31. Actually, 4.12. We're 3.31 inches above normal. So we're over three and a quarter. About 4.12 has fallen this month. Really? It doesn't yeah, seem like it's so that much. Uh, but then again, my basement's flooded uh, two or three times with the rain. So maybe it, I... I you heard those downpours this week. How about temperatures so far? Do you think above or below in terms of degrees? Um, I'd say it's been cool. I'd say it's probably been a degree and a half cooler than normal. You know, we're almost uh, 3.4 degrees below normal, so we'll give it to you. It has been below normal and wetter. Did you say 3.4 degrees below normal? Yes, below normal so far. I love global month. warming. Yes. All right, so <laughs> now this is a weather pattern that you have been saying for some time. You expect we're going to have a colder and snowier or more active winter than normal. You're still sticking by that? I'm still sticking to that, yes. Hmm. And my outlook for the winter is, uh, you know, we'll have a lot of coastal storms and, you know, whether we get, we may, we're not going to get all of them. Some of them will hit the mid-Atlantic region, Washington, Baltimore, down there and move out to sea. But I think there's going to be a lot forming. All right. So, Al, I got a couple of questions about hurricanes because, you know, I, I hear yes. different things, you know, depending on where 
um, you what part of the storm hits your area, like the northeast quadrant or the northwest or the southeast yeah. or the southwest? I, I guess what they're different things. Like one is more wind, one is more rain. How does a hurricane work, kind of thing? Usually, east of the eye is the strongest wind, and your heaviest rains are west of the eye. So usually, east to the east of the center, you get the strongest wind. And where does the most water come from? The west. What's that? Where does the most water come from? Well, it comes from the storm surge. That's why people evacuate because you can drown. You know, there could be twenty foot, twenty five foot waves there. So, all right. Actually, the reason they evacuate is not so much the wind. It's strong. Well, there's strong winds. There'll be a lot of trees down and power lines down. But it's the storm surge. That storm surge. The well, oceans are going to be even higher than it normally is. And with a hurricane, you know, we have a, just a storm here in the wing. a regular coastal storm, we have some rough surf. We had a few this summer. Right. Well, now let me clarify my question. Where does the most rain fall? So you're saying east of the There's eye the are the strongest winds. Where does the most rain so, uh, in a hurricane yeah, fall? Yeah, and so west of the eye, as you could progress west, is the heaviest rain. So the west side of the eye, so western Florida is going to get more rain, and eastern Florida is going to get yeah, stronger well, wind. That's that's right. That's correct. It goes over the spine. So the places like the Gulf Coast are going to get some real heavy rain. Jacksonville. Over to you know the coastal areas. Hmm. It's a big storm. It's going to have a wide area of wind and rain. Now, is it true that this is the strongest storm on record in the Atlantic? As of now, that's what they did. Yes, that's because the one strongest one was Allen, Hurricane Allen in nineteen was eighty. So that was one ninety. So uh, in a while, this, this will be stronger than Andrew was. You know, Charlie, you know, the previous, Andrew hit Florida, South Florida. This one's going to be a lot stronger and more powerful than Andrew. Right, so this is going to... This one was 190 miles the hour. So this is going to basically total the whole state of Florida. Probably there'll be a lot of destruction, yeah. People have bought it up. The best thing is for people to get out of there because of the storm surge, as I said. You know, even you could drown in, you know, you know in the wet waves and in the ocean's 20 feet, that water's going to spill onto the peninsula, so... Go. All right. Well, Al Caprillion, thanks for the latest update on Hurricane Irma and for our local rain and weather stats. We appreciate it. I hope to see some of your listeners over at the seafood. Come to Hampton this week. We have nothing to do with the great festival. If you don't eat seafood, you're allergic to seafood. There are a lot of other foods they have. It's not just confined to eating seafood. So it's a lot right. Well, if you're in our audience and, and you're headed out to the uh, seafood, uh, the the seafood festival, the Seacoast Seafood Festival in Hampton this weekend, be sure to stop in and say hi to Al. Have a great weekend, Rich. Take care. All right, we're going to take a break for traffic and sports. When we come back, we'll find something to talk about.